cliffcentral.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Digital Influence with Ryan Hogarth. I find myself this week or today at a... Uh, out in Ravonia, and I'm attending. I've been invited to come and see or find out a little bit more about SA Code Week, which is sponsored by SAP, and it's a bunch of people learning how to code. Um, so I've grabbed Chris Van who's with me. He's from SAP, from HR. He's in, a head of talent acquisition, but very involved in SA Code Week. And I, I thought it'd be pretty cool to sit down, interview, and and get a sense of what this is all about. So Chris, first of all, hello, welcome, and thanks for Thank thanks for letting me grab you out of the crowd. To <laughs> sit down and do this interview. Cool. Thank you very much. So, SAP Code Week. SA Code Week. Well, first of all, what, what the hell is it? What's it about? And why the hell are you doing it? So maybe just tell you in terms of what we do with regards to Code Week and why we're here today. So we run a program at SAP called the SAP Skills for Africa Scholarship Program. So what it does, it um, looks at recent unemployed graduates um, and we select and recruit them with a tertiary qualification, and then they go through a three-month full-time training scholarship from SAP. We train them in a specific software solution, specific SAP solution, and this ranges from business intelligence to our in-memory platform, like it's called SAP HANA, to various other things. Um, they go through three months of full-time training. Um, at, at the end of it, if they pass the certification, they get a guaranteed internship in the SAP ecosystem. So companies that use our technology, that implements, implements our, te our technology, um, they will then employ them where they can get immediate experience where hopefully they will take them on long-term after those 12 months um, or at least they have 12 months experience to go look for something else. Mm. So it's a job creation initiative looking at young youth to give them digital skills. Um, they are then entrepreneurs for SAP. They are our foundation as we move forward into this new cloud computing that uh, you know that we do. And what's the, in terms of numbers, what sort of numbers are we looking at here? So, so it's been running for about two and a half, three years. Um, we first started it in Kenya, in collaboration with the local government in Kenya, and we trained um, around 63 students. So does that imply then, okay, so we have SA Code Week, does it imply that there's other Code Weeks Absolutely, around? Absolutely, around Africa. It's okay, not just go, let's go back to the numbers, but I want to talk about that. That sounds amazing. Okay, so you're telling me about the numbers, 63 in Kenya. 63 in Kenya. Um, again, we ran it. They're all employed. We trained them in, a, in an SAP Finance, uh, which is a financial software solution and business intelligence. Then we went to Morocco. Same thing. Um, we, we first go to our, our ecosystem and we say, listen, we're going to run this training scholarship, which is of free charge to the students. Um, we will sponsor it, but you need to give them jobs. So it's a collaboration okay. between the two of us. Um, we trained for 39, and I'll tell you a reason why it's odd numbers. So we trained 39 students in Morocco. They graduated. They're all employed. Fantastic. Last year, we ran our first program in South Africa. It was in Joburg. We trained 75 students. And this was in collaboration with various companies, again, that use our technology. Immediately after that, we ran one for City of Johannesburg. Um, 30 students went to them. Went to Cape Town beginning of this year. We ran 44 students with the City of Cape Town and various retail, big retailers. And now we have our biggest cohort and biggest group um, to date, which is 100 students. So the 100 students are currently in training. And that's in Joburg? 
this uh, yeah where we are where yeah, we're sitting in, in fact uh, for those listening I, we're actually sitting in one of the classrooms so we're sort of squeezed between rows of <laughs> desks and, and and screens and PCs and which which looks remarkable and this is just one of a few of them obviously correct yeah. um, okay fine so you were saying we've got a uh, hundred people a hundred in mm. training at the moment and we often Morocco next week and um, to go to go meet so so what happens is once they say they go into um, employment they get the skills but where it becomes a partnership with our CSR initiatives, which is Africa Code Week, is, is teach, train the trainer. So these 100, it's a, it's a great opportunity for us, not just to go to various places and schools and teach code, but it's to actually c collaborate and bring the two together. So Skills for Africa are students that we're teaching SAP skills to, and we're teaching them coding skills through the Scratch, the scratch methodology. And, and what was the thinking that, okay, we're going to teach people coding? I mean, what was... Uh, I mean, doing this sort of thing for, I mean, obviously it's a great CSR initiative, it's, you know, it's, uh, you're reaching out there, but why, why coding? What, what is your thought process there, sort of immediately and long term? If there is one, I, but I'm sure there has been thought put into this. Look, I'm an HR, but I'll try and answer that question <laughs> as best as I can. It's the way of the future. It's as easy as that. Um, you know, I'll give you an example. We were sitting at City of Cape Town the other day, uh, I think UCT or CPUT, and the, one of the professors actually explained to us that, you know, these days, um, if they struggle with maths, they actually put them into programming. Mm. And then when they put them back to maths, they actually understand how to do maths. That so from a, from a mindset, number one, it makes a lot of sense because it teaches, you know, somebody to think very differently. But secondly, if you look at the way the world is going with smart devices and Internet of Things and everything else, it is IT related. If you're not going to have an IT skill in the future, mm. you're going to be lost somewhere. Absolutely. I think that's correct. I, and I'm sure I read somewhere, or, or maybe I made it up, um, which would be fantastic. But <laughs> I'm sure I read it somewhere, which essentially coding, if we think of uh, universal language, and, and we all think it's kind of English, English is kind of spoken all over the world. But, but truly, in, in terms of the technological future we're heading into, I, I would say coding it surely has got to be considered a universal language. It should be mandatory mm. in, in my, you know, if you, if you take Africa, where we have the youngest population in the world under the age of 30, um, and they all, you know, they, they are disadvantaged, majority of them, if you can teach them a skill that they can use individually to move forward in their life, code is it. Mm. Because, you know, they can go and they, most of them have smartphones, most of them have laptops. They can use that code. They can elaborate it. They can maybe build an app. They mm. can start a company and use the software that they've programmed. So, and again, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm mentioning Internet of Things. It's all going to be the future, right? So, so um, computers will be connected to other computers. Yes. Um, you know, non-smart devices will be connected to smart devices. And again, if you don't have a way of understanding how that works or can provide a solution... You know, it's the way. You know, you have to understand some code. It's the language. Absolutely. All right. And what are you doing in terms? Of, and I don't know. And, and hopefully, I'm not putting you on the spot here. But um, you know, a lot of a lot of CSR type activities. The the issue with them often is that they're very singularly focused. I guess it's like okay, let's just do a program. Where we can tick a box and say we've done something. Um, you say it's been going for three years now, right? 
Skills for Africa. Skills so for Africa. And, and, and the coding? Yeah, it's around three, four years as well. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So, so it's had some legs. Some, and, absolutely. And so has yeah. there been thought put into how do we make this sustainable so that it continues that it is? And you've already alluded to it with the idea of, okay, how do we get these people into jobs? And you've partnered with people yeah. there, which is very good. But is that... Uh, how far is SAP going to take this? I mean, how long do you see this running? Is it something uh, of long duration? What, what, what's the thought process there? Yeah, I think just again from an HR perspective. <laughs> so um, try, what we do with the Skills for Africa element, um, SAP Skills for Africa, is train the trainer. So these mm. 100 graduates that we have now, they will be taught the skill of scratch codings, very basic coding, and then they will, be, they will have the opportunity to go teach somebody else. So there's a, a roll-on effect mm-hmm. um, with regards to the skill. Yes. Um, with regards to SAP, you know, it's been running for many years. Um, and there's definitely initiatives in place where we partner with schools and we partner with local universities in terms of those skilled people coming into their organizations. So if I, I can give you a, a clear example. So when we do Skills for Africa and we go out and we recruit people, um, we will see if they've been through a code week and they have a, a bit of understanding of how IT works. Not IT works, but how programming and mm-hmm. the functions and the blocks and everything. <coughs> and then we, when we partner with universities, we actually look at those people coming in. We have a program called the University Alliance Program where we work with VITS and UP and UCT and the various other um, universities. And we actually train them in a specific SAP skill during their qualification. Okay. So once they get their degree or diploma or whatever, they already have a skill that they can apply immediately in the workplace once they start. So they're employable from that correct. point forward. So, okay. Correct. Yeah. So I think the partnership between Code Week mm-hmm. and our follow-up to make sure that there's mechanisms in place to make sure those people get opportunities, mm-hmm. not just in the SAP world, but in the SAP ecosystem. Um, and our partnership with universities and local colleges and so on, you know, that makes all the difference. Okay, so you're growing some deep roots with this. Absolutely, okay, yeah. great. All right, well, let's take it back now to Code Week. I mean, you've spoken about, the, you know, that's a program, it's three months, there's all these sorts of things happening. But so what is Code Week? Well, what happens? Why are we here today? Why have you invited people here today? Let's get to the nitty gritty of that. So the goal, I don't know the exact numbers, and you know, I hope my boss is not listening to this, but there's a, there's a goal for SAP to train a certain amount of people um, by 2020. You know, okay. we, we want to have 10,000 unemployed graduates or IT skilled people come through the ranks and be employed by 2020. Okay. Um, what we're doing today is we have our SAP Skills for Africa cohort, the guys that are in training, mm-hmm. and they will then be taught coding. So okay. they're going to go this afternoon, they're going to go into all their respective classes, and then for about two hours, we're going to, we're going to teach them code okay. um, through a methodology, which is called scratch coding. I don't know if you, if you want to sit into it, it's amazing. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a game type environment where they be taught certain things, and they can follow up with that. There's f- um, touch points in the future um, where we get in touch with them again, this is what you've done, you need to then transfer that skill to somebody else. So the biggest thing today is it's Africa Code Week, and it's okay. the launch of Africa Code Week, I think, for this kind of cohort, mm-hmm. um, and the training and train the trainer. Okay, great. So where, I don't know if you look for people to get involved with this. I mean, and obviously you wanted something, you, you want, it's a project you want to be known, you want there to be awareness of it, and 
you know, if there are corporates or individuals or they go, well, that's amazing because it, it, it truly is. So how do people get involved with this or do they, they can just... They can literally just Google Africa Code Week. Okay. And they, uh, I'm not, I can't remember the URL, but it's the first result that would come up. Okay. It's, it's not an SAP technology, right? It's not an SAP solution that they are taught, the, the code week, the coding, scratch right. coding. It's open. Yes. So anybody can get involved and okay. we encourage our partners and customers. So I can give you an example. So we, we obviously work um, with our ecosystem through Skills for Africa, the mm -hmm. SAP Skills for Africa program and companies like T-Systems, um, Blue Pencil and various companies are here today. They are putting their managers through it. Okay. Um, and they're going to bring their children to Fantastic. it. Fantastic. And then their children will be, t will be taught code at a very young age. So it is enticing. You know, if you, if you take a, I'll give you an example. In Cape Town, we went to the Science Center. We work very closely with Saibono mm -hmm. in, oh, in, yes. in Joburg. Um, they are one of our partners with Code Week. And the same with the Science Center in Cape Town. Um, when we ran SAP Skills for Africa in Cape Town, in obviously Africa Code Week was involved there for that period, um, we had... Family members bring their kids along. And these range, you know, 12 years, 15, 16. They probably never touched code in their life, mm. right? They, they had high school or they may be at um, primary school. That little bit of two hours to introduce them to this kind of language and what you can do with it. What we hope is they see this as an opportunity to maybe steer their interests um, there going forward. Maybe that mm. entices them to take programming at high school. Maybe that entices him to go study computer science or, or anything in that line. Because just like I said, it, it's the future. Right? Absolutely. Everything is IT related and digital related. Uh, and there can be no argument about that. And, and, I, and I do think in Africa's unique circumstance, that is probably more true than anywhere yeah. else. Just because we have seen around the continent that uh, you know, an understanding of technology and innovating with technology provides amazing ways to build businesses and unique ideas and and uh, and get access to the economy and start doing incredible things so if you're listening and it's something you're interested in you and you should be go and google africa code week and find out what it is get more info and figure out how you can get involved whether you're going to code yourself or get other people to code but become a part of it uh, so chris van amava from sap thank you very much for again for letting me grab you and sit down and talk about this thank you just one other thing as absolutely well. one more punt yeah. Go for it, <laughs> so it's africa code week which mm. is very important but the okay. other thing is the sap skills for africa program okay so you know if if there are recent graduates that are unemployed a job creation initiative mm -hmm. Um, that you know, next year would be interested to look at an SAP technology to get skilled in it for free. Wow. Now, an SAP certification through this program is, is very expensive, but it's you know it's no cost to them, and they get uh, internship. As, you know, I think the Great. climate at the moment with regards to universities, it's an amazing opportunity for recent graduates get certified, get an opportunity, get experience, and further their career from there. Great point, Chris. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. All right. So you've been listening to Digital Influence with Ryan Hogarth, recording on the road today uh, out in Ravonia somewhere. And join me again next week and next time and next episode. Thank you very much. Cliffcentral.com.